Good evening and welcome to the Unisexual Healing Podcast. Alongside Ms. Go Within, I'm Joe Alexander. We're recording live for Anchor by Spotify. Ms. Go, how are you doing tonight? I'm feeling blessed and uh, ready to dig into this one. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one. Uh, today's episode is called Back to Eden. All right. For those that are familiar with the uh, story of Adam and Eve, um, you know, God created Adam to give dominion over the earth. Um, and while Adam was asleep, God pulled a, a rib on the side of Adam and created woman. And both Adam and Eve um, was living in paradise and had everything that they can actually ask for um, to their to their advantage. And um, the purpose for the woman is to be the support of the man. And also the man's purpose was to be the covering for his woman. Make sure she's good in every way possible, being a provider and protector and being um, father to his wife. Now, fast forward in today's time, obviously things have changed. Women are not relying on men anymore for uh, protection and providing. They can do both of those things on their own. Um, we have uh, women running businesses, making millions and millions of dollars, buying their own homes, driving their own cars, and protecting the, their own selves. And this is kind of like going along with the episode of the identity crisis on a previous episode that we've done. Uh, because men don't know what they should be when they're with their woman because their roles have changed for the most part. Um, so how does a man conduct himself? How do they support their women um, without the need to provide and protect? Because they, you know, for the most part, a lot of women got that covered. So what do they need a man for? And so the purpose of this episode um, is to bring back the natural order of what men and women was once were before. And it's not necessarily have to do with gender roles per se, but the way um, men and women is supposed to be the way God originally intended it to be, where man is um, the covering in all areas for the woman and for the women to be the support, the helpmate for uh, the man. So that's the uh, topic for tonight. Uh, Ms. Go, what do you have for us? Well, how I kind of want to unpack that is basically um, reiterating your point, which is uh, back to Eden um, being the original way that things were um, and Eden being paradise and a man being the covering and the woman being the support. Um, I really want to 
get off into the femininity aspect, you know, um, just kind of open it up from a woman's point of view. Um, but before I do, I wanted to ask you what your idea of what you feel a feminine woman is so that I can unpack from there um, what my view of um, one resting in their femininity. Okay. Uh, when I think of a feminine woman, I think of a woman who is full of grace, um, who is uh, supportive, nurturing, um, meek, um, you know, mild-tempered, uh, not necessarily soft-spoken, uh, but speak to to people, particularly, you know, to her man, uh, in a soft, kind way, not triggering any negative emotions. Um, a woman that knows how to take care of herself as well as her man and her family, um, who is not uh, a threat to one's manhood, who doesn't challenges a man uh, with his manhood, who doesn't, uh, um, you know, uh, emancipate uh, a man and, you know, just understand the essence of what uh, a man entails. Um, those are some quick characteristics that I think of when it comes to uh, a feminine woman. Okay. And I appreciate that. And the reason why I chose to turn it back to you quickly is because sometimes as women, when we talk to one another, we talk about what we think, um, femininity is for a man or what we think men want and sometimes we miss the mark so yeah. I wanted to get your um, you know your opinion your perspective as a man with what men desire when they think of femininity yeah. and also some people have the misconception that femininity is only being pretty and being you know um dressing up or soft or in a certain way and they forget the whole of what um, femininity is and that is what we want to um, definitely unpack so as I um, spoke about in um, the episode of identity crisis um, when you are as a woman are in particular positions um, i.e a certain job that you may have that requires you to um, take on more of a masculine nature, um, more um, a, a protective nature too in certain industries. Um, uh, you you also um, may be a CEO of a company or something like that where you're you're delegating all day. Um, that's one example. Um, we can also talk about how. Um, if you're in a role uh, as a single mother, you can take on um, masculine roles because at that point you have to play both roles um, in a sense. And so what you're what the things that you are daily doing, you know, become your habit, become your nature. Right. So those are two examples of how um, some women um, have to be in a masculine um, role um, and 
and my particular example was me myself being a single mother and having to play both roles um, when it comes to uh, masculinity. Now, what, where we also um, have issues with is if we think about even being our own protectors, for example, um, we live in a day and time and I saying back in the days, you know, wasn't dangerous, but we live in a day, day and time where it's dangerous, uh, you know, out there. And you could, you know, when you're going to the store, when you're, when you're going out to the bar, when you're, whatever you're doing, you, you gotta be your own protector too. So if you think about it, a lot of um, our time as women were in this day and time, we're pushed to be, more masculine and now with that you take that role for example when you get into a relationship you take those daily um practices and you don't know how to calm it down you don't know how to um exercise anything other than what you're continuously doing and that's where we are when it comes to like refining our femininity, getting back to Eden um, um, when it comes to certain things. Now, we have, me and you both have talked to women who feel like there's nothing wrong with being in your, you know, they don't even want to call it masculinity. There's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, they're more modernized versus like traditional um, the issue comes in where um, there are roles, you know, roles which are fine roles within a relationship where a man wants to feel um, purposed, basically, within that relationship. Now, everybody's relationship can be defined how they want it to be defined. But if you're having a conversation or you're having issues within your relationship with your man and he is saying that, I really want you to be more feminine. He's not trying to cut at you as a woman. It's a certain energy that femininity carries, which is a very calm energy. It's like, like you said, back to Eden is like paradise. It's like when I, as a man, when, the, when a man comes home, that is what he wants to feel a sense of peace. Um, and a sense of that, like paradise the calm the loving the enthusiasm um that a woman can make him feel now even as it pertains to standing up for yourself okay within a relationship and communicating what it is you feel it doesn't mean you have to play stupid to make a person um you know not to shake a man's masculinity it just means you take a different approach you if you're upset you don't wait till you're pissed off to where you want to use the worst fiery words to cut someone down. Um, you know, that's just emotional intelligence. Like, okay, let me take a step back and really look at how I'm going to communicate within this conversation if I'm upset. And maybe I even have to write it down if I can't, you know, get my emotions under control. That's just emotional intelligence. You should be using that anyway. Um, and I also feel like um, just, just being able to rest in your femininity 
and I and I emphasize rest in your femininity because it's like coming home from a long day of work and you want to get into your bed and rest. It literally feels good to be in that place. So not only is it good for the people in your surroundings, your man, your children, it's also good for yourself to be able to rest in a nature and and uh, in a certain place and it become your natural nature to rest there. Um, it's going to definitely feel like a rebirth, okay? It's going to definitely feel like a rebirth when you're trying to get back into your um, feminine feminine nature i can go on but i'm gonna stop right there and let you chime in and you know if you have if your audience has any questions um i'm more i'm I'm ready to answer any questions if you have any yeah i'll get to that in a sec i want to be able to respond to um what you just said um especially the part where people think femininity is just based upon what you look like, you know, mm-hmm. with the hair and the nails and the high heels and, you know, makeup and stuff like that. It's a mindset. You have to train your mind into being that feminine woman because society has put in the place for women to be bosses on the job. And a lot of masculine traits dictate how they act and conduct themselves on the job. Now you'll hear a lot of men say, well, I'm not threatened by a woman who makes more money than me as long as she knows her place when she comes home. Well, for some women, that's kind of hard for them to turn it on and off like a light switch. When your mind and your body is so geared into telling people what to do and having things done in a timely fashion and everything, she is so amped up and charged up by the time she gets home, It's going to take her a while to decompress and come from that high stress environment. And she may be walking into another high stress environment when she see her man and her children with the house in disarray and everything is out of whack or whatever. She has to go right back into that mode of being the boss chick. How come the uh, shoes are still on the floor? Pick these clothes up. And she's back into barking orders. Right. So. That's where her man have to be in a true partnership and work together with her if they want to be able to coexist in the same household. So it's just more than a woman, you know, dressing up with perfume and and looking her best or whatever. You have to understand the mindset that goes along with being a feminine woman. Okay, knowing that she is there to be the support of her man, being the backbone of the family, if they have a family together, and not threaten the man's manhood, not emasculating and making him feel less than. That makes a world of difference, okay? Because men, we're going to make mistakes when it comes to decision-making, okay? Some of us, we will consult with our women, about decisions that we make, some of us don't. We just go off our own egos and just say, oh, this is what we're doing. I don't need to talk to anybody. This is just what it is. And then when it blows up in his face, depending on what type of woman that he has, (laughs) he's going to have to deal with the the consequences of uh, the decision that he made. And sometimes 
the woman may be like, you know what, babe, I know you tried your best, you know, but I'm still here with you. I'm a ride with you and everything. Other women. See, I told you, I told you so. You're a screw up. You can never make, you know, good decisions. And how do you think that man is going to feel confident wise going forward? So we have to uh, come to an agreement that this is how things are supposed to be in a relationship. Everyone knows their role, not, not exactly gender roles, but everyone knows um, how they should function as a unit, as, as people um, being in a relationship together. And sometimes you may have to go off script, you know, and, and do stuff and say stuff. And that's okay. You come, you know, problems will come and go. But the two constants should be that man and that woman in a relationship. Now, I want to talk about purpose. All right. Men and women have purpose, both individually and collectively. Okay. When someone makes something, whether it's God or man-made, there was an idea in mind for the creation, for that purpose. Whoever made the pen had an idea and used that pen as a purpose to write, put stuff on paper. There's a purpose for a door. There's a purpose for a mirror. Anything that's been made has a purpose. And so when it comes to relationships, men in particular want to feel like they serve a purpose with a woman. Okay. And it, it you know, it's, it's not so much of an ego thing, but it, it brings less stress to him because he don't have to think much about how he should conduct himself and how he should be in that relationship. The purpose for the man, going back to God's original design, like I said in the open, is to provide and protect for his woman and his family. Now, if you take a man's ability to do those things, then the man feels like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. What am I supposed to do with this woman? And without having a conversation with your woman about that, he's just going to go off the top of his head and do what he can to make his woman feel secure. And if he misses the mark of what he needs to do, you know, ideally you're supposed to have a conversation and, and come to an agreement that this is what this is. And everyone agrees that um, this is how we are supposed to run our relationship. But sometimes we don't do that. We just get together because, oh, this person is cute or this person is cute and, you know, go off of su superficial stuff. Have a nice car, have a nice house. Uh, this man is over six feet. You know, he has a big, you know what, you know, all these things. But when it gets down to relationships and problem solving and everything, not everyone has the, the, the skills um, to problem solve. Okay. So again, the original design, the way God intended purpose of men and women getting together is to support one another in all aspects of life, to uplift, 
to make sure um, his woman is protected. Make sure that the woman is by his side. Check this out. Here's the thing, too. When God put Adam to sleep, the creation of woman was made when God pulled uh, a rib from Adam's side and created woman. He didn't go back to the dust and recreate something different. You know, God uh, created Adam by the dust of the earth and breathed life into his nostrils. That's how Adam was created. Eve was created by taking a rib by Adam's side. So therefore, the intention is for Eve to be by Adam's side. The, the intention for women is to be the, by the man's side. If a woman was supposed to be behind the man, then God would have rolled Adam on his stomach and pulled a bone from his spine. But no, he put it by Adam's side on the rib. So therefore, a woman is supposed to be by um, her man's side. So just just give you a little illustration of what God intended men and women to be in nature with each other and to be one. Two flesh become one. It wasn't designed to be divided. What do you got, Ms. Go? Thank you for that. Um, thank you for giving us that picture, that beautiful, just something to really think about that is... Um, it's almost like a fantasy that it can definitely be our reality. Um, what I do have for that is to remember that as wonderful as that sounds, we have to do the work because a lot of times people get with one another for selfish reasons and also trauma bonding. Okay. So if you don't clear out those things first, within your relationship, you can't get to that ultimate level of the Adam and the Eve. Like you're, you, you're stuck in side of your own pain um, from what, whatever. And I always speak on this because we have to go back to that. You can't jump from one and to an extreme fantasy without doing the work. God put us here for purpose, but it is a journey and we have to do the inner work to get back to Eden. Okay. So that's the part that I wanted to, um, you know, like respond as far as, you know, getting back to the nature of things, um, being on his side. But I will also say this, and you touched on this men, we need for you to have more grace with us. We need for you to have understanding as to why we are not, quote unquote, resting in our femininity. It could be numerous reasons. It could be we had issues with our father. It could be we have issues with our brother. It could be trust. It could be a trauma such as rape. It could be many different things. The reason why we're not resting in our femininity. And it takes you as the man, the lead, to find those things out as to why your woman does not feel like she cannot rest in her femininity so that she could be by your side so that she could support you. Now, if you come to find out she's just a bitter ass, then that is something that you have to figure out as a man. If you want to stay with somebody who is so hung up on just being a mean person, a mean human being, 
otherwise a woman who was just functioning out of being made to be masculine or functioning in dysfunction because of the things that I listed prior as a man have grace have patience lay the foundation be it the like the uh, springs inside of a bed so that I can lay and relax and and rest in my femininity I need for the man to do that for us so that we can get back to our true nature as well it's a partnership and we we work off of one another being graceful to one another because of understanding that we've all been through different things in our life the reason why we are where we are today so that's how I want to you know respond to that okay thank you for that thank you for that um this is a very sensitive topic for a lot of people because I know there's some people that there might be some listeners out there who don't believe in God, but yet they cannot deny um, the function as which we should operate in. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have it, it, our natural way of being doesn't have gender, sexual orientation or belief system. OK, the way society is, is um, designed um, could be in, in uh, unfair ways. Okay, especially in the work workforce, where now it's like women are making 80 cents to a man's dollar. And there's been um, fights and protests and, and everything to, to support equality in the workforce, which I'm totally behind. Now, look, anybody that knows me know I'm like one of the biggest feminists out there when it comes to a woman getting her career, education. Um, business ventures, all that stuff. My entire career, um, 90% of my supervisors were women. You know, my mother was, you know, one of those strong, opinionated women. All three of my sisters are the same way. So strong women, quote unquote, they don't intimidate me whatsoever. You know what I mean? But in my relationship, you know, I just feel like that type of attitude doesn't have its place. All right. Um, a woman can be on the job and make a hundred grand a year. And like I said, have her own uh, field of workers or whatever the case, but in our relationship, I am more traditional and I would prefer uh, a woman that is traditional minded. And to my surprise, there are a lot of <laughs> traditional-minded women out there mm-hmm. who are not in sync with traditional men, true traditional men. Mm-hmm. Now, you hear a lot of men say, well, I'm a man, but yet they're not doing manly things. Like, how do you expect a woman to go work her butt off 16 hours a day while you're sitting at home playing PlayStation all day and expect a woman to still cook, clean, take care of the kids. And just because you're the quote unquote man, that you just have that favor. You know, at some point, the woman is start going to have resentment towards you. I don't care how much she says she loves you. She can love you to the end of the earth. But at the same time, if she doesn't feel supported, emotionally, she will check out. 
And then you will have even bigger problems because number one, you're not talking to your woman. You're not supporting your woman in every aspect of your relationship. You, you, you leaving her out to dry. You leaving her uncovered. And I'm not just talking about household chores. I'm talking about simple things like, hey, babe, how was your day? Talk to me. What's going on at work? What are your ideas? What, what, what are you doing to improve what you're doing right now? How can I help you? How can I support you? Okay. Simple stuff like that goes a long way. But men rely so much on their own identity that they get crossed up into what support really supposed to look like. It's more than just paying bills. It's more than just paying the mortgage or rent. It's more than making sure that your woman has gas in her car. It's about keeping that woman having a smile on her face 24-7, even in the midst of what's going on internally with her. When she's at work, she's in a battle. She's dealing with incompetent uh, employees, you know, bosses or super or supervisors that's constantly on her neck, missed deadlines. I mean, she got a lot going on. Do you think that she wants to come home into a chaotic environment and the man is supposed to be the covering? No. That will cause stress, panic, and insecurity to a woman that really doesn't deserve it. Now, we all put out our own um, best foot forward when we first meet somebody, right? We want to show how good we are, how good-natured we are. And at some point, when the honeymoon is over with, when the new car smell has evaporated, now we get to the nitty-gritty of uh, what the relationship entails. I tell people all the time, a relationship doesn't start until the couple have their first argument. Right. When someone doesn't get their way, you see their true character. Right. The back is against the wall. They're not getting what they want. How do they respond to that? Do they get combative? Do they get argumentative? Do they get personal and call you names? What do they do? That would dictate how the relationship will go. Now, we all evolve, mature and, and grow at different times at different rates. But collectively in our relationship, um, ideally, it should be at the same time, but really it's not. People say that relationships should be 50-50, but sometimes it's going to be 90-10. Other days it's going to be 70-30. All right. And you have to be prepared for that. So when um, Adam and Eve was in the garden, right, their roles was already set. There was no debate. There was nothing arbitrary about that because God himself have put responsibility on both of them to make sure everything was ran properly. But we all know how the story went. They went against God and God banished them from the garden. They was living in paradise. They had it made. There was nothing they could have asked for but because it got into their own flesh and decided, hey, we are our own people. We do what we want. We have free will. Yeah, you do. But having free will means there could be consequences to those actions. 
you may not think about them at that time because you're enjoying that free will that you have. But at some point, it's going to catch up with you. So as we uh, continue our journey to find ourselves in our femininity, in our masculinity, we have to understand that challenges will come. And when they do come, it shouldn't shake the very foundation that God uh, have a stand on. And that's what's important. Let's go what you got. So this is how I want to make sure that um, our conversation is also solution based. So we have a lot of women who are like, okay, I hear what you guys is talking about. Um, I really want to, you know, get there to the point of uh, resting in my femininity. What does that look like? Um, and so I want to give you some um, examples of how to begin that journey to, you know, getting into your femininity. Um, the first thing I'll say is when you come home, queens, take off the war gear, take it off at the door and don't just take it off for the man, take it off for yourself. That's what I want to make clear. This is not a, we just need to do this for a man because this is just needs to be done for a man because a not. Uh, a non-genuine yes is a resentful yes. Okay? So if it's not really, you know, you, you're not doing it for you, you'll be resentful about it. So I say start off by when you come home, take the war gear off, decompress in your way, and make sure your family, be it your man or your children, know that you need that time to decompress and some um, things that you could do, which some of you probably already do. And this could just be a reminder, but it will put you in the mode of femininity, which is, I would say journaling, start journaling your thoughts and your feelings and um, your desires and, you know, anything that you could think of that comes to your mind, journal it out. Um, because, Really being able to uh, rest in your femininity means that you're not internalizing things. You're feeling your feelings so that they don't end up being internalized and going into your cells. Okay. I want you guys to really think about that. When we, when we, we don't want to deny what we feel. We don't want to be like faking our, to ourselves. Oh, I'm really not angry. I'm feminine. Like, no, that's not what you're doing. You are feeling your feelings when they happen and you are allowing them to flow through and you are questioning, why am I upset right now? Where, where is this upset coming from? Where is this sadness coming from? You know, why am I feeling this way? And so they don't end up in your cells, meaning you won't end up getting sick. And that's why we get heart problems and strokes and um, all these different things going on in our bodies and in our wombs because we are internalizing our feelings and not allowing them to release out of our bodies. Um, speaking of womb, do womb care. You can do yoni steaming. You know, if, you, if you're too scared to do a yoni steaming, you could just do different things that make sure you're taking care of your womb um, um, to make sure that nothing is being stagnant in your life area. You know, or that's our life-giving area. 
Um, make sure to have a hobby, something that just is you, something that you like to do. It doesn't have to be connected to your man, your kids or anything else. Um, I'll also say that if you find it hard to talk to your man about your emotions and your feelings, write him a letter. To me, that is very feminine. You can, I remember my mom, this is so funny that I just thought about this. Back in the day, my mom used to um, write letters to my my um, father and she used to spray it with perfume so that when he's reading it, he's actually getting a whiff of the smell of her. So that's, that's very, like that. yeah, that's very feminine. And it, and it could be a letter, you know, whatever it's going to be about but it will resonate with his senses because it's perfume on it. Um, I have plenty, plenty more to share with you guys, but I'm going to have some follow-up things as far as like, you know, um, teaching femininity and all that kind of stuff. But those are just ideas so that you can really, you know, care about yourself, your true nature, your femininity. And this is, so so we have these women out here and I'm just going to address the elephant in the room. We got a lot of women who's just like, what does that got to do with anything? And I can be feminine and, and I can be a CEO and, uh, you know, tell men what to do and all this kind of different stuff. And that is fine. Do what you want to do. But the point of this conversation is for people who are interested because they're feeling some type of disconnect. They're feeling that internal disconnect or they're feeling a disconnect with a man are they man? Their their man is not feeling good because he doesn't feel purpose in the relationship. It is for the, the this conversation is for those people who are interested in getting back to eating. Now, if you want to just get back to work and stay single, go right on ahead. But this is for those who are interested and in how to do something different. And if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. But it doesn't hurt to try. So that's what I have for you on that. Yeah, and I just want to add that you have to know what you really are. Either you're a traditional person or you're a modern person. Mm -hmm. You have to know who you are and be honest with yourself. You know what I'm saying? You can't be straddling the fence. You, you know, you got, it, it, it's, you can be who you are at your core, right? And you may pick some things. If, if, if you're a traditional person, you may pick some characteristics from the modern side and vice versa. But be who you are and don't mm. be ashamed of it and be unapologetically about it. Mm. That's it. Simple as that. Um, that whole thing about, you know, your mother writing a letter to, you know, and, and spraying it with the perfume. I wish more women would do that. Mm -hmm. You know, we are sensory people. You know, that stuff sparks in us with the sights and the smells and the, and the hearing and, and all that stuff. We use our five senses all the time and we can use it to attract and keep people attracted to mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. So I just want to, you know, encourage people to, uh, to do stuff like that. Now, here's our, what I want to uh, say for the men. Men, if you say that you are a traditional man, there are a lot of responsibilities that goes along with that. It's just more than sticking out your chest and yelling out, I'm a man, I'm a man, I'm a man. People will be turned off by that. They'll, they'll stop hearing you. They'll go more by your actions 
rather than what you say. The whole uh, speaking of talk is cheap is, 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 is real. You know, so the example that I illustrated earlier about a man who's in a relationship with a hardworking woman working 16 hour days and while her man is at home thinking that he is a man because he has a working woman, you know, bringing home uh, a good piece of change and still got to throw on a nightgown and, and cook and clean and, and do everything for uh, the man in the family. That's going to, you know, get old real quick. Really, really quick. And she starts to shut down. And she won't look or think about you the same way. Unless you step it up as a man. Which means you have to pay attention to a lot of stuff. You have to have uh, conversations. You have to ask questions. Um, you have to be present. Not just in the physical but emotionally and mentally as well. You have to be in tune. See, men pay attention mostly within the first three months of dating or in a relationship. Because, you know, you're trying to feel your way out of how, you, how this woman operates. What buttons I can't push. What does she respond well to? That's when he pay attention to the most. Now, after he got her figured out, He's on cruise control. He feel like he got her. She's not going nowhere. She's satisfied what she got at home. But don't you know, fellas, that by the time your woman hits the door, she is bombarded by different dudes asking her out, trying to get her number, trying to get her to go home with them. And she's sitting up there declining constantly. No, no, I'm in a relationship. No, I'm married. No, 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 no. Temptation is out there. And of course, it's the other way around. There's women out there. We see them. Now, what you do with what you see will be a different part of the story. If you're happy at home, there is no threat. Traditional men love traditional women. And he wants a traditional woman. Now, for women who think they are traditional, but still operating with some manly, masculine characteristics, you need to check yourself. There's a lot of deep programming that you need to do, making adjustments and adapt and be around more like-minded individuals. Link yourself up with traditional women. If you don't know what that looks like and what that entails, go on YouTube, read some self-help books. There's ways to get you to where you need to be. And I know it's a process. It's a difficult process, but you have to trust the process. Nevertheless, if you want to get what you want to get, it takes practice. It takes discipline. So for those that are on their journey to get more in touch with their feminine energy and their masculine energy, just know it's not going to happen overnight. There's a lot of things that you have to get rid of that may make you uncomfortable, that may make you think outside the box. 
But if you need to do what you need to do, eventually you will get there. And so the first step, and, and hear me good, everybody, the first step is to identify who you are truly. Are you traditional? Are you modern? And if you want to change, if you're a modern person and you want to change into tra uh, traditional, just know it's going to take work. It's going to take work. And you have to stick to it. You can't revert back to old habits. Anything you want to add before we close, Ms. Go? Yes, I do. Um, thank you. That was so very, very passionate in speaking on traditional and modern and deciding on what you are. And if you don't want to title yourself, because some people don't, some people don't want to add on these titles to themselves. And, and, and you know, then you have uh, the naysayers that are like, okay, well, a man can be um, feminine and a, and a woman can be masculine. It's not a big deal. And let me just let me just paint a picture for you, just like Joel did in the beginning. When you think about the woman, the womb men, okay, the the woman carries the womb. The womb brings forth life. Why wouldn't you want to take care of yourself? Why wouldn't you want your body to be like a spring? that brings forth the, the nutritious water. Like, why wouldn't you want great energy flowing through you? And, and what we were identifying it as feminine energy, because when you rest in that, you are, you're, you're giving yourself the opportunity to birth wonderful things not just children. So that is why we can use the title of femininity, resting in your femininity so that you can bring forth wonderful things from out of your body by resting in that. As far as masculine, he spoke on how to be masculine and what it is that you could do to support a woman, but what it is for your own self as a man that you're, you're the lead you're the, the, the provider, the protector, and all of those wonderful things. And obviously, you guys give us a seed to be able to even bring forth life. But the point is, is that what we're speaking on is not to make you feel less than and to diminish who you are. It is to say that what how God made us is how God made us. And a woman was made beautifully to bring forth life. So take care of that body and your emotional, spiritual, and mental needs. And that's how I'll end. All right. Thank you, Ms. Go. All right. That's our show for tonight. Thank you for joining us. And we're reminding you to follow us on Spotify and to follow us on Instagram with, uh, at under, uh, I'm sorry, at unisexual healing underscore. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at universe uh, at unisexual underscore healing sorry this is live radio <laughs> so that that's our official um fan page if you want to uh, ask us questions or talk to us individually that's where you can find us for miss go within i'm joe alexander thank you for listening uh we want to say god bless you and we will see you next time peace
Peace.